gentlemen, if you'll please bear with us. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Bullshit! Another episode of the Golden Globus Theater. We're leaving the sweet paradise of Hawaii, Miami. Our ticket Hawaii. to Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, I, ca- I kept getting that fucking Hawaii. <laughs> and we're going to the dark, distant future. All the way back. All the way back. All the way ahead to the distant future of 2017. Remember that? Remember that year? Graham? I don't because it hasn't happened yet, right? I mean, according to this movie, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Maybe it happened on Gore. Maybe it. Ooh. Wow, more connections to gore. What is gore it? is. But there's yeah. one thing that's for certain about this movie. There's no parallels whatsoever to be drawn between this movie and anything that happened in the last year or two. Not at all. I mean, we have a very it's charismatic. Pure fiction. Thing. We have a very charismatic character in this uh, 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 in this movie, and we certainly don't have charismatic characters today in any kind of. Well, state I, it depend- theater. I guess it depends on. Who you are? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't find the character you're referring to as charismatic, but a lot of people do. You're right. Yeah, there might be. Would you consider Schwarzenegger uh, charismatic? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he's I your th- guy. I think he. Yeah. You know how you talked about how Jean Claude was your guy as a child. I've mentioned him in passing. Schwarzenegger was that to me. That was he was my guy because the pecs were so big. Exactly, you're into that, and that in Gold's well, gym. So you, every old picture you've shown me, you always have a torn up Gold's gym sweater well, I, on. Yeah, because I got first of all, I got to show off the pecs. Yeah, yes, I got the petroleum <laughs> jelly. <laughs> you got it. You got to show and, that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, how what are you going to wear with Zubas? But a really cut that's, out like Gold's gym T-shirt. I'm a little disappointed. I've been to your house. Over 12 times, and you've never shown me your Zubaz collection. We're not that close, I guess. We're not that close. (laughs) I thought we were already at the point where you would be like, you can have these. These were when I was six, and you would fit in now. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, getting back to Schwarzenegger, yeah, like, I've seen every 80s Schwarzenegger movie in the theater. Everyone. Well, I didn't see Conan the Barbarian because I think I was a little too young for that one. That would have been, like, eight when that came out. What was that, like 81 then? Yeah, it was like, okay. I would have been seven or eight. What but, other movies did he have in the 80s? Cause he had, well, she, I, Commando. Which, uh, one of the story of this movie, written by Steven D- D'Souza. D'Souza, D- yeah. D'Souza, so. was, he also did Commando. Saw Commando. Saw, of course, Terminator. All, all, I thought that was 90s. No, Terminator 2 was 90. Okay. But the, the best one. Saw Conan the Destroyer. Not as good as Conan the Barbarian. Mm. Did he cover him up? No, I think you were out, but okay. it was just they tried. What they tried to do was like make a kid friendly Conan, and it just didn't work. It was, yeah. like a, it was PG, I believe. I don't think it was even PG thirteen because I don't think that was around at the time. <laughs> uh, Back in the day when PG thirteen, I can actually this. remember when there I was know, no PG thirteen. Endless like, Red Dawn, very first PG thirteen movie. Oh shit! Uh, Raw Deal, which I didn't really care for. That was, I think, it's boring. But there's some great stuff. Yeah, in there. well, there's great stuff in every Schwarzenegger. I, I don't. I think 
Uh, there was one where he Red Heat. That was where he played a Russian, and Jim Belushi was mm. like his partner. I think I remember that. Of course, this movie, Running Man. Running Man. And uh, a Kindergarten Cop was that in eighties? I think that was ninety. Okay, but so he's done a lot, and I saw them all. Okay. I enjoyed most Twins. Of, is your favorite though? Twins. <laughs> I forgot about. That. I think I I enjoyed it when I saw it the first yeah. time. I haven't seen it in so long. For I, some reason, you know how movies they always open up and they show you the produ- production company. So I can't think of one. But uh, Merman I think, Productions. Merman Productions. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, but they're they're. Whatever production company did it, let's just say Universal Theater, whenever I'd be watching TV, flipping through channels, and I would stop on a movie channel like TBS or something, they show Universal Production. That was the only connection I had to the movie Twins, and I loved it for some reason when I was growing up. So whenever mm-hmm. I'd see that, I'd get all excited. You and thought I, Universal only made Twins? No. I thought I was like, there's a chance they're about to play Twins. So I would wait. And every time, I, I couldn't remember what the first 10 minutes of the movie were like. So I would have to wait through like a commercial or two before I'd be like, this isn't Twins. <laughs> I would waste so much of my life waiting for the fucking movie Twins. Wow. that's I liked Schwarzenegger too. Commando was my first Schwarzenegger and I loved it. Really? I ran around my house, like, throwing vacuum tubes at my sister, going, put the pipe in it, Bennett. Yeah. I don't know if that was my... No, I guess I'd say Terminator was my first. I think Terminator... Terminator had to come out first, because he says, I'll be back in Commando. He... He kind of... He uses it in this one again. Yeah. It was it was like clever and commando like, oh, callback. I, I saw Terminator. I remember that line. Yeah. But then he, he just like is at this point, he's still doing it. I thought they were trying to make these movies canon like Running Man happens, world's all kind of fucked up. He thinks he saves the world, but really he's only done like a drop in the bucket. Then Was Total Recall an eighties movie? I think that came out in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw, it, was, I saw, it was late 80s. I saw two different dates. I saw, I saw 87 too. and I saw 89. But well, when we were doing, I was doing research for this movie, a lot of them said it took place in 2017 and yes. then some 2019. I'm like, it says right in the goddamn yeah, movie, right 2017. Right in the fucking uh, little crawl there at the beginning. It's like, the world is a bad place. Cadre Colo rules it. And also, Running Man is the best show on TV. Right. And we have no freedom, but we don't care because we like running, man. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Although all the audience was old people. I also wanted to point out, so getting old back to my Schwarzenegger love, my <laughs> love of gold uh, T-shirts. So I was hyped for this movie. And so I read, I, the, the book came out first, which was written by Richard Bachman, which I guess is a pseudonym yeah. for Stephen King. Stephen King. Because he doesn't write enough books as Stephen King. He had to write other books as Richard Bachman. He wanted to test some different waters because he didn't do sci-fi often. And this is... Yeah. This is maybe that, sci-fi. Maybe that's it. Like his sci-fi I, name was Richard Bachman. I could see that. I don't know. So I, I got it before the movie and I read it and it's nothing like the movie. Oh, really? No. I mean, the the, the only the basic premise is there is a game. It didn't take place in the future. And there is a game where like convicts... But in this one, you're like set loose in the country. Like, you can just run all across the country, and they're hunting you down. And And so I was very disappointed because I'd seen the preview to Running Man, and it was nothing like the movie. Wow, you saw the preview, went and read the book? Yeah. And then saw the movie? Yes. Wow. I was excited for it. That's interesting. So 
So I will say I found the movie more better than the book, but the book it was it was, it was probably a little too realistic, a little drier. You know, I don't I don't remember anything else about the book, but yeah, I did read it. It probably scared you a little bit because he loses that gold gym sweatshirt pretty early on, and you were like, Put well, the in the in the book on. he wears it through the whole yeah. book, but okay. in I thought the, you in the like that more in the movie. Yeah, he loses it. Bugged me. me. Oh yeah, no, never mind. So. I also want to point out, not only was it written by Stephen King, is I, I learned this myself, it was directed by Paul Michael Glazier, and if you don't know who he is, he was Starsky in Starsky and Hutch. Oh my god. Which is weird, like why is he directing any movies? I have all my confidence in any 70s actor directing a movie in you're, the 80s. You're right. About the distant future, 2017. I love these dystopian. One of my favorite movies, Time Cop, that... I love these bleak dystopian movies. I love well, them. Well, they're the greatest. It prepares you for our real future because I, I, yeah, things aren't looking that good. I I don't I don't know what to say. Do you have anything else to add? Only thing I got to add is let's get to this trailer. You want to get to that trailer? Let's do it. The great Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Running Man. In the year 2017. An innocent man accused of a crime has a choice. Hard time or prime time. Sensational. Perfect contestant. I want him. He must pay or play the running man. On your mark. I'll be back. Go! The highest rated TV show in history. Guess they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Can you lift? Arnold Schwarzenegger is the running man. is his life. How about the life? The Running Man. All right, and welcome back from that beautiful trailer. And I just got to throw out there, Kajakola, of course, presents to you The Running Man. Kajakola, drink it or just suffer because you drink Kajakola. Makes me want to have a cadre. You know, uh, on, a, on this hot as shit day we're recording this, I could go for a cadre cola with a couple gravy pops. A couple gravy pops? I thought lime. I thought you were going to say a lime in there, but yeah, a couple gravy pops would probably do it pretty good, huh? Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, I just want to mention, uh, if, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, first of all, thank you for listening, and I just want to... to say what this podcast is about, because it's been a while. We haven't really talked about it. We cover the greatest the greatest. 80s action or so much and of course the greatest being golden globus yeah canon films which is why we're called golden globus theater but we also will like much like we're doing today we'll stretch out we go off road but the important thing it has that feel it really does this this movie could totally have been made by everything falls the only thing that separates this movie from some of the golden globus is that it had a lot of money spent on it and it you noticed it didn't really look like it it, it didn't no <laughs> well you spent a lot of money on the actors dawson schwarzenegger yeah. dawson he was in hot like he was like Ooh. can we get dawson i don't know 
Well, how, did Charles Nelson Riley? Is he <laughs> doing all right? He's our second choice. Oh, he would Charles Nelson Riley would have done a great job. Dude, <laughs> I hope there's enough people who get that reference. <laughs> well, if you're 100 years old, you'll get that reference. Or you watch a game show now. I know one person who gets that reference. Yeah, we, we know who that is. He'll get mentioned later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that's just basically what we're about. So check out the other episodes if you're into these kind of things, too. You know, because it's not – It's. I mean, I, obviously, the great Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Jean-Claude, but there's a lot of other great movies out there. We just turned on our fr- our friends, the Heart Ticket to Hawaii from last week. Man, they were raving they about were it. They were raving I was, about I was, it. I was thrilled by that. <laughs> I know. Like, it's good that we're, like, getting these out there, man. I – I was so thrilled. I was uh, at the beach this weekend, Labor Day weekend. I was out there strutting my peck jelly. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was strutting. I was looking good. Um, and, you know, I did try on a Nang Chen. Oh. I had the, I had the, uh, you, the, know, like the kit? you know, like the sock that they gave you at the shoe store. I kind of had like that version <laughs> of the Nang Chen. Yeah, it's, it's a starter kit. It's obviously. a starter it's kit. Like, it's like, because it's a commitment. Yeah. So you are you like you they give you one to just try out like yeah. what it feels like to have one. So yeah. I, I wanted to feel it out a little bit, but you know what I saw there? By the way, we're talking about something from the Hard to Kill episode. <laughs> if you're really, if you're lost, but go on. All right, let's not do that the whole episode. We make too many references. Got to dive into the well. <laughs> um, but there I was on the beach, and you know what these people were tossing to each other? They made themselves gloves. To catch a razor frisbee, they were playing frisbee catch with the razor frisbee. Wow, that's like extreme with three axes. I couldn't believe it. I loved it. I asked to join in. They're like, "Did you we say don't... like, excuse me? Do you listen to the Golden Globes Theater podcast?" And, they're, and what did they say? They were like, "We knew you were a Golden Glober because uh, you blinded us with your peck jelly. That sun just blinked. peck jelly and your mirrored shades. Mirrored shades, <laughs> of course. I was. And did you look shades. like shades when you were watching them? You were just like." Ah, just an ecstasy watching them. Oh, my God. They, they know you take your Frisbee seriously. It's like Shades. You take dude, your Frisbee seriously. I, you know, for the 80s, he had some good moves. We're a little advanced here in the year 2018. So I don't do under the leg. I go over behind the back over the shoulder. I do wow. a little hula hoop dance with it. Like, I can keep it. Like a hula. It's, wow. It's really interesting. I don't know how to explain it any better than that. We it's, call that the rings of Saturn. That's the move. How do you know? Man. I you, know, I'm well could, aware of you. I, I can't do it, but yeah. I, I'm jealous a little bit. Damn, dude. But I'm well aware of your Frisbee, not your exactly, frisbee wow. abilities. This is amazing. But, yeah, th- th- did we need to explain what our podcast was anymore? No, we got we, derailed I, no, as hell. No, we were done with that. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you were going. So let's get into the movie. Let's go into the far distant future, 2017. 2017, man. World's a hellhole. Wor- world is not a hellhole. We've got Codricola okay. to keep our cool okay. for us. So the 1% is ruling the world. It's crazy. Yeah. And so there's people starving. There's people, the unemployment is like through the roof. Yep, absolutely. So we got, but but our our hero, Ben Richards, played by Schwarzenegger, he's got a job. He's a, he's a helicopter pilot. He's in some kind of military. We couldn't quite decide yeah, on what it was. Yeah, some kind of security yeah. force. I don't know what. but it, uh, It's like a mall cop because the military have very different uniforms on. But these mall cops, they did have a strict, like, I don't know. Well, we don't even system. know. He might just be a simple helicopter pilot. He, he might, might not be. even be involved at all with the 
enforcing any it's laws true. or anything. Wow. So there's a riot for food going on. People are starving, man. It's in, they're in Bakersfield, California. And so the, so the one percenter on the other line is like, hey, Ben, kill the motherfuckers. Yeah. And he's like... They're just people who want food. Yeah. He, to he, hell with you. In 2017, we have this great camera technology that's able to just yes. like pan across. Very, a lot a, of great cuts. Uh, uh, an audience. My mom's calling me. Why is my mom calling me? <laughs> um, to pan across an audience and just be like, hungry women and children. That's what it identified <laughs> on their little screen there. It was like, well, these are I, hungry women and children. I love the children. fact that there's like 20 cameras on the helicopter, so we get multiple angles of the struggle yeah, that good happens point. later. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's like, wow. and someone cut it really well, too. Yeah, th- this is the complete, like, if you're thinking V for Vendetta, boom, right here. <laughs> you know, it's just in America, a better place. So, of course, since Schwarzenegger's had a conscience, he goes, to hell with you! And then, he, then they're like, fuck you. And so they... I don't think this would be smart to attack a guy while he's the, flying a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's a helicopter. Like, once those go out of control a little bit, I'm a part-time helicopter pilot. Oh, well, yeah. So I know this for a fact. Well, I well, know because Harrison Ford crashes one like every other year. He crashes <laughs> one. He's got so much money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, man. So they fucking just start beating the shit out of him, and they're like, hey, Say goodnight, Richards. Next. Well, for some reason, they don't want to kill him. I don't know why. Well, the guy on the comm tells him, bring him back alive. Because slave labor is a big deal. And fucking Arnold, that gold sweater, man, he's fucking huge. He could he could move iron around, so. Right. Well, yeah, 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 I think that's it. They're like, hey, we need somebody to, to carry girders. Save him. So then he gets knocked out. Cut to 18 months later. He's rocking the. He's got a beard now. That lets you know it's been eighteen months. They're working. He looks in, good with the beard. They're too. working in the uh, a Sparks factory, like every good action movie. Has. Well, like every good eighties <laughs> movie. Anything yes. in the eighties. All the har- hair metal videos we watch. <laughs> Spark factories are plenty. You can't go a mile without it. So in we got to get scenes. Get the, get the greasy guns of Schwarzenegger. So there's a scene where he's carrying this giant, like three hundred pound girder on his shoulder. Everybody else, five people holding it up. <laughs> right. Arnold's is walking by. What's wrong with your sissies? He does like a nice uh, old comedy bit where he turns and knocks five people over. It's great. And then, and then now we learn we meet his two friends, Weiss and Lachman. Weiss is the white nerdy guy. Lachman's oh, the black okay. guy. So Weiss, he he's like because uh, apparently they're, they have these security systems. They have these necklaces, necklaces that will blow your head off. Wild Wild West stole that from them. Did they? I didn't see Wild Wild West. Oh, I see well, all the Wild. Well, you know who and who did it before that? I just put pen on me. Escape from New York. Snake Plissken has oh, the, the explosion. You're explosion. right. So, so Weiss, and apparently the technology is so advanced in 2017, they have like a little laptop, and it just says like excess denied or whatever. Yeah. Like It's like the worst graphics. Yeah. And I love all the computer graphics. So they this. have this perimeter fence where you can't go past it. Your head will explode. So well, when trucks come in, they have to like... You put in the code and it'll it'll shut off for a minute. Yep. So Weiss is watching the guy as like a load's coming in and he he gets the number. So he's like, "All right, I got it. Time for the jailbreak." So that's that's a cue to Schwarzenegger. Everyone just starts fucking kicking ass, taking names. Weiss he grabs like the laptop. Yeah, Weiss is trying to punch in the code because he's trying to deactivate everything, right. right? And so there's 
frantic. Everyone, anarchy's happening. Guns are going off because the resistance had a bunch of guns stowed away and stuff. No, they get the guns from the guards. Oh, okay. They so, got them from the guards. throws one guy off like a catwalk, grabs yeah. his gun, and he's just loving life, killing people left this and right. Is the most Pulls out a cigar for somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where. I love it. it it's the most <laughs> accurate portrayal of a guy of Arnold's uh, you know, stature and these guards who are just like, you know, we just kind of went along with it because it offered benefit. So they're like weaselly little mill houses. So Arnold, right. of course, is just like plucking them out. Yeah, he's just killing left and right. Like mosquitoes. Like, Weiss, we need that code. And he's Put like, the code in. And he's like, it's not working. Yeah. So you get the one guy, he doesn't get the code in in time, and he fucking explodes. Chico. Chico? Oh, poor yeah, Chico. Yeah, man. It was, like, it was like Chico. Chico, he's in the movie 30 seconds, but you immediately fall in love with Chico. Chico, he's, he's like a baby seal. You're automatically <laughs> like, no, Chico! Because they thought they had it down. But they didn't because what happens is they have to go outside, first of all, because it's not working. The laptop is so weak, it's not working inside. Right. They go outside, and then there's this duel between Weiss and another security guard. And they're yeah. frantically typing in the code back and forth. Oh, shit. Like, going on, off, on, it's funny. off. I watched this movie four times in the last week, and I don't remember the first ten minutes of it. So I'm relying on you. So Chico's like, fuck it, I gotta make my break. And like everyone's just like, no, Chico, no! And he runs, and he's about to make it, almost, but then the bad guy puts it on again, Chico's yeah. head explodes. Uh, Very reminiscent of uh, Warriors of the Wasteland. I got Very a Warrior Wasteland vibe. Of, yeah. But they eventually, I think, well, somebody kills the other guard, they get, they get the, the uh, perimeter fence down, and everybody escapes. So they, they meet up in this the resistance, led by Mick Fleetwood, drummer of Fleetwood Mac, and Frank Zappa's son, the Weasel, <laughs> for, some, for some reason. They're the head of... So you know we're in good hands. Oh, the best hands. And I they... Mean, exactly. Exactly. And so they know how to get the necklaces off, so they get the explosive necklaces off. And, like, and in, like, all great 80s heroes, Schwarzenegger's immediately like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. I don't want to get involved. I'm going to meet up with my brother. I'm getting the fuck out of the country. I totally thought he was a spy. You had to correct me uh, when we were kind of going over things before we no. recorded here. I totally thought he was like, oh, fuck you guys. And they were like, oh, we're just going to go ahead and sell up Ben the Butcher of Bakerfield. I, that's why I thought he was like, fine. I thought he was a pawn like, of them. No, I think he was like, because he's, he's got hard gold. He's just, he was just a working stiff. Yeah. He wanted to fly his helicopters. But he's like... He's like, I want to help the people, but I don't. I got to get the fuck out of the country. So okay. I'm going to meet up with my brother. Yeah. So he goes to his brother's apartment. He's got that beard, that cigar, that gold shim sweater on. He's got a hard hat on. He's really yeah, hamming per- up. Perfect the, disguise. He's it, hamming up the every that, that's man. That's one thing I want to point out. I mean, how? okay, so he's like on the run. So... How many people look like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like it's like it was like bad casting, but like he's like the most inconspicuous guy. Yeah, and or he's poli- the most conspicuous guy I in a say. in a police state where it's like there's a camera <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Like they they do the old 1984 thing where children rat on people. It's like there's no way of hiding when you're Arnold Schwarzenegger in a and ripped always, up gold sweater. Always got the gold gym shirt on. Exactly. With a hard hat and a cigar and a giant beard, and you look like you could push a tree over. A hundred years worth of roots and everything. You could just push it over. So 
brothers. He's got to go to his brother's apartment. Yeah, and, and, yes. and of course, he has to force his way in. Does he? I thought he just knew the code. Because there's a little, there's a little code thing. Box Was there? there? I get. Yeah. Well, it's it's an Abe's action movie. We'll say he forced his way. No, no he didn't. didn't because the girl would have known. Because what happens is he well, comes he got in there first. I thought yes, and he sees all these like women's clothes. Like ah, oh, my brother, he's fucking some scam. Yeah, what a scamp. <laughs> and then, <Scamp. laughs> and then we switch to this is where we meet our the villain of the thing. We go. Oh, Damon, this is finally when we yeah, get to our villain. Yes, because we go back. Remember, he's he's driving into the television studio. There's a, there's a back and forth going on. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth in this, so we'll try to keep track of it, but either so, order, we'll so, get it. We'll so get this, it. Is, this is Damon Killian, played by the great Richard Dawson. Dude. Mm. We all know from Family Feud and Hogan's Heroes and Match Game, and that's basically it. He never did anything else. He should have done a lot more because he fucking kills it. Like, Arnold's great, but he's kind of short on a lot of things. He's all... Uh, Schwarzenegger's all charisma, and he knows that. Yeah. Like, he's not a great actor, so we need a, an actor to back he, him up. He is amazing, and he does well in a movie. Dawson fucking carries this movie. He is the antagonist that you want to hate. He, right. Well, right, because he, he, as we see him, we think he's a good guy. Like, he pulls in with this limo, and all, there's a crowd outside yep. the studio. Oh, we love Autographs. you. Kissing people like he does on uh, Family Feud. Exactly. Just fucking just getting right in there. Might look a little awkward for today's times, but you know what? Everyone loved it. <laughs> they did. Everyone wanted to be kissed. Uh, it, it's like if Kanye... Not Kanye. <laughs> I meant to say Keanu. People love Keanu. It's like if Keanu just went around and started hugging people. They'd be like, fucking Keanu hugged me. Uh, yeah, he's just hugging people. and So he's walking into the elevator and he runs into this elderly janitor. The janitor runs into him. And he's like, oh, sorry, sir. And he's like, hey, hey, you're doing a great job. What's your name? Joe. Joe, you're great. Don't worry about it. Joe, love your mop work. I see that you're doing the nice S-shape, the serpentine hey, he, skills. I love it. He's from Chicago all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> Joe's great. I know Joe. So he's like, you know, I used to do the back and forth and the left and right and the side cut, but I like your style. I'm going to pop in this elevator, Joe. And you're like, man, Killian's a great fucking guy. And immediately he goes to his underling, fire that motherfucker. Elevator door shut, fire him. If he's not fired, you're going to be taking his job. And, of course, his underling is just like, I don't want his job. I got this nice suit. I got this beard. I think it was a woman, but... Well, there was two people in the elevator. I didn't well, know yeah, he was that was his, yeah, that was like his security guy. Yeah, I didn't know. Sven. If was, I didn't know if he was talking to the security guard or the woman. Who cares? No. <laughs> okay. So we cut back to Schwarzenegger's brother's apartment, but it's not Schwarzenegger's brother's apartment because we learn it's a little lady hey, named. Hey, I remembered some names in this one. I remember Killian because it's a beer I used to drink, and it's Killian's also a great red. '80s villain name, Killian. Is it? Kill. Yeah. I get that kills at the beginning. It doesn't kill anybody, though. But I'm just saying that sounds like a bad guy name. It you, does. You hear that and you immediately think bad guy. It does. Damon Killian. Damon Killian. It's not, well, it's that satanic kid from that movie I watched. It's Damien. Is it Damien? Yeah. Oh, shit. Damon Wayans. Damien from Omen. Yeah. Omen? Okay, anyways. Um... So, Amber, I remember Amber her name. It took me a while to remember. Played it. by Maria Conchita Alonso 
former Miss Venezuela. And for a brief oh, moment, shit. like mid 80s, mid late 80s, she was the goat. You needed a sexy Latina. You went to Maria Conchita Alonso. She was good, though. Like, I didn't say she wasn't. I know. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. She was the Selma Hayek of the 80s, basically. Is what I'm yeah. Like, I, I didn't mean to say you weren't building her up enough it's just she was really good in this like there's great acting in this movie it's something i'm not used to when we watch a lot of hard ticket had some great acting what are you talking about shades killed it (laughs) i don't know where else to go from there rowdy was pretty killed it right well whatever what are we we're talking about running man okay rowdy listen to that episode if you want to hear it we're talking about running man (laughs) rowdy getting off was great acting you're right (laughs) so she shows up Toaster, toast me a thing. Coffee, start yeah. coffee. Channel one well, on the TV. Remember, we're in the year 2017. We're in, uh, 2017. So we're, everything's automatic. I, yeah, which we have, thanks to Not Jeff Bezos. Not that you didn't have to clap. It's just, it says. Well, no, Jeff Bezos gave us that in Amazon shit. Oh, is it, is it Siri? Is that Siri? Is that Amazon? I don't know which That's Apple. Okay, what's, what's... Echo. Alexa? Alexa, that's Alexa. it. Alexa. You got, yeah. you got okay. it. Yeah. Good job. Well, I don't have it personally, but yeah, I well, know. No. I'm aware of it. We're both into the past. Right. We live in log cabins. We live in the past of 2018. The only thing electronic we have is this podcast. <laughs> yes. And right now I'm pedaling it to power it. So it's kind of like a Flintstone type thing. I love it. So so she's like, so Schwarzenegger's po- taking a shower or something right now because he's got to get, get rid of that beard. Yeah. <laughs> what? He got rid of the beard. So, so uh, she's like, hey, man, it's time for my exercises. So, of course, when you're going to exercise, what do you do, Drew? Well, Murray, when I get home and I'm like, okay, it's time to do a little. Uh, I mean, I get, of course, you know me. I put the Zubas and the Gold's Gym shirt on. But fuck what you. do you do? And When I get back to my house, you know, I put on the skimpy shorts, the ones where my balls fall out of them. Okay. And I pack it up. I put the gel on. Course. Get out my yoga mat, get my weights out, I do some hardcore yoga. I don't I don't have any I'm gonna spoil this for us. Jesse Ventura is the Richard Simmons in this movie. Yeah, a, she's watching uh he's playing the character Captain Freedom. Captain Freedom And so he's like retired at this time. So he's just doing an aerobic show. He's gotta be pay the bills though. Do you know the only cola that uh Captain Freedom drinks is? I'm gonna guess Cadre. It's goddamn Cadre Cola. The man drinks a 12-pack a day, and does he look unhealthy to you? No, he looks amazing. He looks amazing! Cadre Cola helps you build muscles. There's molecules within the cola that promote muscle growth. It's like steroids? No. Steroids are bad. <laughs> okay. Healthy steroids. Yes. Like clean coal, healthy steroids. It's organic. It's mostly oh. kelp. <laughs> oh! It's mostly kelp. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's natural. Okay. Yeah, it's natural. It's mostly natural. And he's having a hell of it. He's loving life. Dude. He's posing. He's prancing. He's not really exercising at all. Yeah. <laughs> but he he's supervising exercise. It looks like the winners from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out when, when Little little Mac loses and the, the winners like do a little champion pose back. That's what he's doing. It's like, yeah! He would just pop. He would, they'd show people exercising and he would just pop up. Yeah! All the background people are, are doing workouts and he's just... <laughs> toot, toot. Oh, my God. Uh, and he would just, so she's working out. Arnold comes out. He's got he's got the uh, full effect uh, wife beater shirt on, so he can show the pecs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for some reason, even though we've established this is actually Amber's apartment now, 
there's men's clothing that fits him on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting around. Yeah. And so he's like, who are you? And she, of course, naturally freaks the fuck out because there's some fucking hulking rapist-looking motherfucker in her apartment. True. And he does nothing to dissuade that because he acts like a total fucking weirdo. He, he really does. It's not like, he's, oh, my God, I, this is, I thought this was my brother's place. No. Hostility immediately. They're living in a police state. Right. So he uh, grabs her, pins her down, and uh, what the fuck does he do? No, he just starts giving her junk. Like, what are you doing in my brother's place? And she's like, hey, this is my place. The the, the tenant before him, he got taken away. You know, I've been here for a month. Yeah, taken, taken away. And, of course, like, the shock has got him all befuddled. So he, like, releases his grip on her. And, you know, and they're she, like. She tries to escape. But then he grabs her again. Yeah. And then he ties her to the workout bench. Yeah, he ties her to the workout bench. And he's. She's just like, oh, they're going to get you for this. And he, uh, I really regret doing that. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> she was a, you, didn't, you didn't roll your R's enough. Uh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Whatever. It came from two beers. Um, it came from the 80s. We could do that in the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> so, so he starts uh, rifling through her shit. Yeah. And he noticed she's got. Because she's like, you're never going to be able to get away with this. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get away with this. And he starts pulling out all this dirt on her. Yeah, and you know, it, you notice that, because this is the far future, 2017, she 2017. Still has, she still has cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. And he's like, and he's like oh, these are censored. Because she must have all the, like, the two live crew like, yep. cassettes. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're not so special after all. She's like, hey, man, you know, everybody does that. That's not a big deal. And, it, and we learn that she is a musician. Not that it's ever at all important to the story. We learned she's a musician, and she I think she wrote the theme to Kadri Cola. Exactly. I was going to say, how is it not important? She's involved with America's best TV show, sponsored, of course, by Kadri Cola. And she's been like brainwashed by all this fake news. So she believes that he's a killer. Okay. She is brainwashed. She... I wouldn't say she's completely brainwashed, though. No, at this time she is because, and I, I can't—I don't blame her. He's acting like a fucking maniac. Yeah, he ties you know her up, what? You're and he's right. like always threatening her. He rips the fucking bench off the ground because it's like bolted. Yeah, in the ground. it was bolted. Why did she bolt the bench? That was a living room, <laughs> and she bolted a workout bench. Eh, and also, she immediately knew him as Ben the Butcher, so she screamed out, "Ben the Butcher's got me!" Exactly. I'm sorry. And so he's like, "Look." I'm I, whatever. I'm not interested. I'm just. I want to get the fuck out of the country. This is what I didn't get. He's like, you're coming with me. Yeah. I don't know why he just didn't leave. I guess he was. Just, he was scared she was going to rat him out and like go immediately to the cops. Oh yeah. But I would just tie her up and leave. I wouldn't take her with me. But he. She says he decides that's the best move. So fortunately, there's a Hawaiian shirt, some nice white slacks, and a Panama mm. hat in the closet. Ooh, and perfect you disguise. Know, if you go ahead and watch the trailer. There's the nice scene where he's running down the runway in that outfit, and I tell Murray, this is my favorite scene. He looks <laughs> so good in that outfit. Like, he looks relaxed, he looks happy, but he also looks terrified. <laughs> his acting, all of his acting comes out in that scene. Oh. That's why. So, they, so go, they, to they the go to the airport, and... I'd love you to try this move on the TSA now. Dude. The move is so he can get through, because apparently you need ID because it's a police state now. 
Yeah, he's they, got, and he's like, and he's very, you know, hulking giant man. Very, everyone's looking for him. Yep. But, but it's that Panama hat, and the, and I think he had shades on too. He had shades. So of you course. can't tell that it's him at all. Not at all. And he's got his hand around her back of her neck, despite the fact that the cameras can view fifteen hundred <laughs> men and women. And children who are hungry, they can't identify Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in shades. With a hand around a woman's throat. Yeah. And, and she looks I'm sorry. scared. I'm going to go ahead and point out at the end of the movie when they hook up, that's the exact thing he does to her when they walk away in love. Maybe she's into choking. I don't know. But Arnold doesn't know how to, like... <laughs> like, comfort well, a he, woman he, at yeah, all. He immediately goes for the neck. <laughs> so... So his move is, I'm just going to pretend it's lost in her purse. And I go, women, you know, and they're like, yeah. go through. It was that wonderful, like, you know, just bullshit woman scene where it's just like, it's a dude TSA guard. So he's like, like I get it. Yeah. Oh, my wife. She puts so much shit on her puss. <laughs> Look at this. And he's like pulling out. Rant. Look at these tampons. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's an annoying fat lady in the back. Hey, we got to get on our plane. Everybody's like, we got to get on our plane. So the guy's like, like get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> so perfect. They're ready to go. He just gets on the plane and then they're done. But Amber's like, fuck that. I got to get out of here. So she gives him the little nut shot, hits him yep. in the balls. Oh, he falls over. And she's like, it's Ben the Butcher. And everybody swarms him. So Arnold's like, quick escape, hits that runway, right. just starts sprinting. Fly, fly like the wind. I have to bring that up because, you know, of course, the state catches him. And we're going to cut back to our villain, our number one host, the host with the most. Killian. Killian, Richard motherfucking what's, Dawson. What's Killian up to now, Griff? Well, you see, Running Man is America's number one rated show. It's at like 150% approval rating, but it dropped nine points. It was actually at 159 points the week prior. It's dropping, so they're a little worried. He's like, we got to find us some new fucking talent. So he's going through the footage with the studio crew, and he's looking through... And they're like, this guy we brought in, because all the running men, uh, uh, people they put through the course. Are criminals. They're criminals. Right. This is like, you know, a way to kill criminals and make people think it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So Nobody would go for that now. I don't think so. I wouldn't say nobody. <laughs> no, that would be the number one show on TV. We're in an awfully big country. This is basically American Ninja Warrior little bit of American Gladiator, some WWE mixed into and it. And murder. And murder. I know a guy who would be really into this show. Our friends over at the Gold Digger Casino. I think he would be. Mel? Really, you think Mel would? I think Mel would love this show. <laughs> oh, man. We'll have to reach out to them because they paid us. So I'd be happy to sponsor them again. So, uh, yeah, so Killian is like, yeah, these these. Pass, these, they're born. Yeah, there, there's like a picture of a baby. They're like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> it, people still <laughs> like babies. And then he's like, he just happens at a corner of his eye. There's like a news, like news station on mm-hmm. TV. He's like, hello, gorgeous. Who's and, that? And it was Arnold running doing away. that great run that you noticed. He noticed it, it too. It wasn't that run actually. Was it it was, was from the, the steel mill. Okay, it was from the steel mill. He had that girder and he was just fucking wielding it like a two-handed weapon, just murdering people with it. He's like, "I need this guy right now." Well, what he, is? What the, he says, "Look at that mother move. Look at that mother move." Thank <laughs> you. 
But then they're like, we can't get him. Like that's Ben the Butcher. Yeah, that's like, like a, that's a federal convict. We we just do the common like burglars yeah. and rapists, you know. And, and this is where it draws no parallels to our common world. He goes, get me the president. Think of that, a TV show who can talk to the president. But then he says, no, no, get me his agent. Get, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That part kills me. That part kills me. Get me the president's agent. <laughs> so then we cut back to Schwarzenegger. He's locked up oh in prison. My God. And they're like, so there's, there's a camera. A little like a TV screen in the in the in the uh, cell, and it's Killian, and he's like, "Hey, big boy, I want you to be on Running Man." And he's like, "Fuck you, I ain't doing that shit." He's like, "Oh, really? We got your loser friends locked up too." Yeah. And they cut to a scene of Weiss and Lachlan. They're like locked in another cell. It's like you bet, of course, because he's a. Even though he was totally working hand in hand with Cadre for years, he still got a soul. He's like, I got to know Lachlan and Weiss. They're good people. Yeah. Fuck you. Right. I'll do it. I'll be yeah. part of your stupid fucking show. Cadre, help me build my body here, but fuck you. I'm going to do this. So they, they, we got the obligatory scene where they're getting them ready. They're injecting yeah. them with shit. I like some barium for some reason. It's like some kind of tracking device, yeah, which like never a, comes into play ever. No, it, it really doesn't. <laughs> like They lose track of the runners all the time. They're right. like, oh shit, where'd they go? It's like, you have 800 cameras. This is a quarantined zone. You lost them. There's a lot of logical problems with this. Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? But so so then they and then they have his court-appointed talent agent comes in and goes over the contract. Apparently you have to have a contract uh when you're doing running man too. So they so as they're getting ready, this is where there's this great montage. We're cutting back and forth between them preparing Schwarzenegger for the running man and Killian getting the fucking audience hyped for the running man. Man, fucking running man. We got some great solid gold dancing going on with, with the girls. We got an old Dude. lady who loves the fucking running man show that's a regular. That he knows her by name. I don't even know how to explain the build up for this show. Like, I already talked about how running man is the cross of American Ninja Warrior, American Gladiators, WWE. It's got all these and wonderful. And murder. <laughs> Thank you for not forgetting the biggest part of it. Yeah. Murder. Uh, but then they also have uh, I, the the first thing I can think of is uh, the In Living Color show. They they yeah, the fly had, girls. They had the fly girls. Yeah. They basically have fly girls come yeah. out and they're dancing. Yeah, if you're around. old, if you're my age, you'd say Solid Gold dancers. You, you ever heard the show Solid Gold? Yeah, that was kind of what they. That was the look that I was, think they were going for. Okay. Yeah, I like they. But fly girls is a good analogy too. Another great thing about this movie choreography top notch beautiful giant 80s hair these beautiful hair is huge outfits were amazing like they put so much attention into details in this movie like this is the number one show on tv griff this is there exactly number one show on tv this is goddamn top notch so we're getting the so we're, we're cutting back and forth dawson hyping the crowd uh, Schwarzenegger being prepared. He's he's talking with his uh, court appointed talent agent. He's and he's signing a contract. For some reason, you have to sign a contract. I guess because they're gonna use your likeness. I don't know. 
Right. Oh, man, and you get that great scene where he signs it off, and then he's the guy who's, like, the lawyer for the network. Oh, he's, he's a court-appointed talent agent. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, hey, you're going to just use my back for it, dude. And so he, uh, le- you know, turns around and leans over. Arnold signs his name. Fucking sticks him with the pen. I don't remember what he said after. Yeah, it, it was a great one-liner. Was, like, no, it wasn't great, but it was a one-liner. It was. It was you, you like. You get the point or something. You get the ballpoint. Yeah, I just want to point out, we shit on our last movie we did because of the amount of fucking annoying one-liners. We're getting barraged by one-liners in this movie from Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is at his peak. He can do no wrong at this time in, in his career. And he's letting us know because he's hammering us with fucking one-liners. Everything he does has a one-liner to it. And they're not good. No, they're not. We were We were mentioning this before the show, and it's like, yeah, we're pretty sure he ad lib all of the one liners. I, t- I totally believe because that. if you are planning these out, like they're very interesting characters that he murders later on. You could have thought of something a lot better than he yes. did. So we get that scene actually because he's walking into the Running Man. They shoot him through this tube where he get, goes on stage with Dawson. Wait, we're all we we also but, get we get scenes of. The stalkers, they're, they're like entering the arena, like they're getting ready. Like everyone's like, hey, it's Buzz, it's this guy, it's that guy. And, everyone, and he, one of the stalkers punches a guy in the face. He's like, that guy punched me. It's so amazing. Oh, shit. Okay. And they're all geeked. And it made me think something, Griff. Okay. What you think of? If we were living in the far-flung future of 2017, cause mm. obviously, if we were, we would be stalkers. I can't because imagine we have what the 2017 has for me. And we have... The knowledge and the know-how to be a stalker. Oh, absolutely. So my question is, if, if you were a stalker, what would what would be your name? What would be your weapon? What would be your like outfit? Oh my god! Oh, uh, I thought about this. Probably when did I watch this movie? I watched it probably for the first time. Probably last Thursday. As soon as we like announced that we were going to do this, I'm like, I gotta watch this. So I immediately was like, I'm gonna be Griffshaw. 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 Okay. Okay. Sounds promising. Shadowy figure. Big old bamboo hat. Got to hide the face, you know, like black outfit. Of course, I've got no sleeves. I want to show off my sweet tattoos. I just want to say a little cultural appropriation, but I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah, I guess the rickshaw in the hat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I I'm fine I didn't. with it. We're in the okay. far future of 2017. Where there's no racism there at all. There is none. Because we, we fix it because it's because a running man. Cadre Cola cures the, racism. Yes, it does. Cadre Cola cured racism. So here I am with my Ninja Tabby boots, my high slacks pulled up below, you know, above my you know, belly button, and my black tank top tucked in. I want all my tattoos exposed. But here's the best part. No one knows what's in my rickshaw because it's a covered rickshaw. Do I got dead participants in the back? This. Who knows? And the best part, because I'm a flautist, I lure people to me. Wow. Like the Pied Piper. How does that work? I play the flute, and they're like, and this. But these people are scared for their lives. I know, but they're like, oh, my God. And basically, I channel this part of their brain, and it breaks them down. Like, have you ever heard about how, how, um, I believe it's mice will eat something and poop? That basically infects their brain and makes them run to cats, and then it infects the cats. 
I'm not. I don't know. You're not I, aware of that. I'm okay. Not aware of that. Yeah, it's a crazy. I've heard bacteria. of like I've heard of those things like bacteria that can like basically use a animal's body like a robot type thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's essentially what's happening here. That's what my flute playing does. Like Jethro Tull made people. So you're believe more that. like psychological. Yeah. Like okay. I'm, a, I'm very psychological. Okay. Very psychological. I also dance really well. Okay. Like you got to see me bust the groove. It's like. <laughs> so good, um, but yeah, it, so many callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. That's why you got to listen to the show. But, but, but yeah, but yeah. So who knows what's in that rickshaw? I'm not going to tell anybody. In that Griffshaw, that Griffshaw. All you can hear is those now, wheels before you hear that flute. Do you? So do you just do you capture them and put you in your rickshaw, or do you? How do you kill them? Or they, do you kill them? They willingly go in. So you don't kill anybody? Maybe. Well, what's your, your uh, weapon of choice? Is there like a, is there like a, a sword in your flute? I can't, I can't tell you what's under the wow, rickshaw cover. you're like the man of mystery. Dude, all I know is those people, all I will tell you, because of course I, I know this, they're never heard from again. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well... Mm-hmm. I'm a little more hands-on with my approach. You're the cerebral stalker. I'm just fuck shit up stalker. So picture this. I'm dressed up. I'm wearing a chef's outfit. Yeah. Like the like the chef from Simpsons, the Italian chef. Like the hat, the big white hat. Oh, yeah. The apron, all white, immaculate. I love it. I don't have it. Like, it's all white. I, can't, I got my weapon of choice. Would be I'd have two big cattle prods that I'd have crisscrossing my back like swords. Nice, and I'd have a belt that would have like butcher knife cleaver. Okay, and like little pouches with like salt and cayenne pepper. You're selling like the mobile. Ch- you know what? Food trucks are really big. You're a mobile exactly. fucking chef. My name would be Heartburn. Heartburn because <laughs> this, this is how I would because I would finish people with the cattle prod right to the heart. It would burn right through their heart. Oh, shit. Now, if I have to get in close, I use my butcher knives. And if it gets really hairy, I throw the salt in their eyes like an 80s wrestler would do. Oh, shit. So I'm set, you know. And then by the end, I'm, like, covered in blood and shit because, you know, I'm wearing a white outfit. And I would throw the apron into the audience to let people have that. Mm. And then I would, of course. I love it. Of course. When it's, like, spattered with blood and everything. Right. Oh, And then, I'd, of course, I'd say stuff like, now we're cooking. You know, I'd have some classics, like, lines. Oh, prepared shit. Prepared lines. I'm sorry. I I didn't bring my flute out for this episode, so I can't tell you about some of the classic. Lines I don't want to be hypnotized by it. We need a yeah, show to do. Yeah, exactly. We got a show to do, and if I if I started playing a couple notes here, so if you think our stalkers are great, will you meet the stalkers in this movie, dude? Got one more stalker for you. You do? I woke up not in a cold wow, sweat, you... but a hot sweat because we're going through a fucking heat wave right now. It's horrible. I can not, bear- if not if you're having a nice gravy pop. I'm having right now. <laughs> Beef flavor. I can't great. even roll it, roll over on, on my sheets without them sticking to me and just kind of like folding out. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah. Mad Pavel the Gavel. Now, interesting. This is really interesting to me. I think this also comes from the fact that we're about to, uh, in, in the sweet Americas, you know, we're about to confirm a new Supreme Court judge. So this is kind of where it came in. We also have a good friend of ours named Pavel. So, Mad Pavel the Gavel. Are you talking about James Tiberius Pavel? James Tiberius Pavel came, in okay. to, uh, came into a cold, cold, hot sweat of mine the other night. 
And here he is standing seven foot four, Undertaker style, with that hat on, and a judge's robes with the sleeves ripped off. Okay, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to critique it, but I'm feeling the big wig that they have. The, you know, like the British judges. The wig. the powdered wig. Yeah, it's there. Okay. You beat me to it, okay. but it's there. Okay, powder wig, of course. Oh man, so. And that's funny because Pavel's always wearing powdered wigs, too. So it's always? not a stretch. It's weird because he works for a bank. I didn't think banks still did that. I like, know. I knew banks I... used to do that. I didn't think they still did that. <laughs> he does. He likes to keep traditions. He, you know? He's a very traditional man. Pavel, yeah. you're a great human being. But, man, when you get that gavel in your hand, torn off sleeves. He's got those, those p- not pecs, biceps, <laughs> just pumping. Biceps, yeah, yeah, they're 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 enormous. He's got the upside down cross on there. He's got upside the justice cross. with wow. the, the blind the justice statue with the scales. Yeah. Oh, he's got a hundred pound gavel that's just like kind of like a Mario gavel. It, 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 man, it's five feet tall. Yeah, don- if you're talking like Donkey Kong yeah. Mario, yeah. yeah, he basically swings it like that. He's that strong. He can just throw it like that when he walks he goes bung, 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 bung. <laughs> that's the bung, weird part is bung. that the most intimidating part of him is he corners people into a hallway and then you hear bung, 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 bung. it gets faster does he faster. say did you say i am the law I have to then kill him with a hammer he would if that weren't copyright i <laughs> knew that was copyright okay. material so um even in my dream that's actually what woke me up i was like no that's copyright <laughs> <laughs> Matt Pavel Gavel, man. He's great. And, of course, he, he he smashes a person's head, and he's just like, your brain's been freed from justice. Or, hey, or I, like, none, of his, none of his lines make any sense. <laughs> it's okay, though. Or the sentence is death. The sentence is death. Your, your, your parole for life has been overruled. I don't know what any of that means. I object. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's all he does. Sustain. Right. Let's get into some characters that are actually in this movie. Okay, so they bring out Schwarzenegger. They show this hit piece on him. Fake news all around. Dude, so much fake news. You remember this guy. He murdered all these women the and children. Of Bakerfield. And they're just showing, like, don't, whatever you do, don't shoot any innocent people. To hell with them! <laughs> and then he just starts firing away. And we know, we, the audience, we know that's we not s- true. We saw it. We got to see it. And also, Amber knows it's not true because in the pr- previously she was watching news where they were saying people were murdered by the butcher at the airport, and she's like, "That didn't happen." Yeah. So she's like, "What? My whole life this, is just like yeah. what? I've always trusted Cadre. Yeah. What the fuck?" So and she's like, "I got to go investigate." First, she buys a six dollar pop yes. out of a machine, Cadre, Cadre Cola. Cola. <laughs> and you think they'd be cheaper in like the headquarters? You, they you would, would think so. They're but, sponsored. You well, maybe Codrick. it is. Maybe they're twelve at you know the Seven Eleven or something. Yeah, and she's point. like, "Oh my god!" Like all oh, the whole everything I believed in isn't true anymore. So she's like, "I'm gonna go because conveniently the files of that really happened are like in this room. The, in everything the, happened from this studio <laughs> right. that she's in. Yeah, there's so one studio, one studio in all of America." Or maybe the world. I don't know. Cadre's taking over the world for all I know. I don't I, know. I, good point. So she's like, I'm going to go investigate. So she finds this file. This is Bakersfield. It's perfectly, it's, it's just all like it's all laid out for her. Super well alphabetized. <laughs> there's a digital imprint. There's a physical <laughs> imprint. And, of course, they're on floppy it says, disks. It says, and it says, like, Bakerfield cover-up on it. You know, Raw footage, <laughs> cover-up footage. <laughs> 
so of course she's just like raw footage. So while she's doing that, we go back to Schwarzenegger. The, whole, the audience hates them. And they're like, boo, Absolutely. you murderer, because they've been told all these lies. Yeah, they see him for the butcher he is. So they get, what would you call that thing, a, a pod? Like, they put him in this, like, contraption. I, yeah, I, I really, it's like an ice luge with a cage on top, with okay. a roll cage on top. Okay, and so Killian gets him in there, and he's like, you know, time to get fucked up. And, of course... It's a Schwarzenegger movie, mm-hmm. so we got to get the obligatory, I'll be back. Yep, but we get the best one-liner of the movie. Best comeback. And of, it's a one-liner. Yeah, but but I'm saying... It is gonna, a comeback. Yes. Let's go ahead and do this. <laughs> I'll be back. Only in reruns. Fucking Dawson gets the best one-liner in the movie. And... Which is what you should do to punish him for using that fucking line again. Exactly. And also Dawson kills it. Yes. He just fucking kills it. And then, and then he pushes him. the button. So then this luge thing, because they, they have these huge metal tunnels that they go down. So Schwarzenegger takes off down the tunnel. While he goes down there, Amber gets busted. Yeah. I don't know if it's Sven, the bodyguard. But it's somebody probably that him. jerk friend of hers at the at the Cadre Cola Pro- machine. Well, yeah, probably. Who was like, they see Ben walk by, and she knows that, you know, she sold out Ben. And she, that, you know, he accosted her. And so she's like, man, you are lucky he didn't kill and rape you. Or rape and kill you. Fuck. You should have just fucked him. Like, she's <laughs> so into him. Well, he had, she saw that Gold's Gym shirt. That I mean, Gold's shit. Gym sweater, man. It was a sweater. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a T-shirt. People have a Gold's Gym sweater? It was a sweater. It was a sweater. Dude, I mean, I'm I not watched, saying you're lying. I'm just saying it's a, it four was a times. sweater. It was a sweater with okay. like the with a V just, just chopped right out of it. Okay. <laughs> I think he ripped it. I, I don't even think he ripped his sleeves. I think his biceps are just too big for yeah, it. I'm surprised there wasn't a scene where that happened, actually. Like he yeah, actually. His arm and like it a, off. Yeah, fucking Hulk Hogan type scene or just tearing off. So he comes down to the end of the shoot, meets up with Weiss and Lachlan. They did the same thing. And uh, so they're herded by these guys, these bikers, and they're being herded into this, like, yeah. to the, the, uh, where they need to be. You even have, like, a live crowd over them. It's like when football players come into the, or ice hockey people come into the rink, you have the people over you, and they're all, like, throwing shit at Arnold and his buds. Well, well they just saw the fake news. They believe he's a monster. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. trying to say, like, right. they get the audience engaged. <laughs> yes. Like, this show goes far beyond just, like, these are criminals, and they're getting well, justice. Well, speaking of getting the audience engaged, we also learn that lucky members of the audience get to pick which stalker mm-hmm. goes after the runners. Mm-hmm. And if the stalkers win, they get prizes. And uh, and the mo- the most famous one being the Running Man home game, because everybody gets that in this oh, movie. Oh, man. That's it looked, the consolation prize. It, it looked prize. cheap as shit, too. It didn't even, it, like, they, couldn't they put some like effort into that? I know. It looked like a monopoly that they just, like... <laughs> Paste like put a piece of tape over Monopoly and wrote "Running Man." <laughs> yeah, and so this this one woman's like, "Well, I, my husband likes Buzzsaw and my son likes this, but I just love a big teddy bear." You know, that's not just any guest. That's the Running Man's number one fan. 
Because she comes up multiple times in this movie. I think now I think I don't think this is the old lady. You're it is. It is. It I absolutely. Thought it was, I thought it was a middle aged lady. Four times. Okay. She's like. It's this. It's. I want Sub Zero. Yep. So Sub Zero. We introduced a Sub Zero. who's played by a professional wrestler, Professor Toru Tanaka. I don't know why they had a Japanese guy. It's two wrestlers. Yeah. There's a, I never realized until we did this show how many fucking wrestlers were in like eighties movies. Yeah. Because you would think, like, we were obsessed wrestling fans the way we talk about wrestling. I mean, I liked it in the 80s when I was a kid, but I grew out of it. Yeah. But, yeah, they're just like, I mean, but I guess it makes sense because wrestling, wrestlers are over the top, and this action movies are over the top. I I appreciate that the movies that were released back in the 80s and everything, I far enjoy more than wrestling movies now involving wrestlers that I used to enjoy in my heyday. Like, I've... Well, because I, movies, action movies nowadays take themselves way too seriously. Oh, way too seriously. I saw that rock movie where w- w- Rampage. God damn, that was not good. Because it takes itself way too seriously. And it's a movie based on a arcade game. It's a movie based on an arcade game. <laughs> and it takes itself too seriously. Way too seriously. And it's about a giant... Well, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see the movie, but the game was a Godzilla, a King Kong, and a giant werewolf. Exactly. And they get they say no. You know what's missing from this video game? Seriousness. Yeah. It's, Don't like it. It's it's terrible. But what I do like is Sub Zero because he's rocking this like razor blade hockey stick. Late eighties, man. Hockey was huge. I don't think hockey was ever huge, but it was outside of Canada and Detroit. I don't think so. No, it was but, huge. Okay. Mario Lemieux. <laughs> oh, I Mar- think at this time it would be Gretzky. Was, yeah, Gretzky was in there too. Yeah. You had a lot of big players. Hockey was huge. No, it was not. Hockey's yes. never been huge, Griff. Yes, it you're, was. You're brainwashed. We live in Detroit where hockey is huge. No. Nobody cares about hockey. You're lying. Of... Okay. You didn't like hockey because you were into the bad boys at this time. But I don't, I don't have any opinion about hockey. I'm just telling the truth. No. It's always number, not, it's always number four. Your version of the truth is just completely jaded by the fact that you were obsessed <laughs> with basketball because this is when the Pistons were good. You weren't paying attention to hockey because you had your sport. Well, the Red well. Wings were awful at this time. And, and the Red Wings were awful. You didn't pay attention. This this seriously was the heyday of hockey. This okay, well, I don't want to argue about it because I don't really care. So, <laughs> con- <laughs> the bikers conveniently herd our heroes into a hockey rink type thing. It's not really a hockey rink. It's and like, they, they describe the whole like thing they're being ushered into into a 400-acre... It looked like it was made by for $5. It was like it, the worst yeah. set. It, it was... I've, I've been to like those like like haunted houses <laughs> like yeah. at Halloween that looked better than some yeah. of these sets. It's a haunted mansion. It's like, no, it's a haunted like ranch. <laughs> it's one floor and you walk along and you it's end like, up in the bathroom and are like, oh, someone took a shit in here. <laughs> That's like, terrifying. This is very much uh, like a weird course on rails. So it's like... They Everything get- is designed with like corridors so they can herd the yeah, runners. exactly. Which... Which I, it makes it not really that fun to watch because it, it's like yeah. they I can't mean, go anywhere. It forces competition, which I guess is good. Right. Because immediately after those three runners get in, they're in an ice rink. Yeah. With fucking, uh, what's his name? Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Yeah, so he, uh, but it's like, there's like a, like a, yeah, the whole, all the ground is ice. 
But there's like a hallway with barbed wire along the the top of the like hallway because it's not it's not there's no ceiling for some reason it's just like a hallway. Yep. And then at the and then there's this open like hockey rink area with a goal. And so Sub Zero's like running by him, slashing him, trying to get him. He gets Weiss. Like Weiss is like for some reason he gets hooked down the bottom of the the uh, hockey stick. He's like yeah. whoa! And then I guess for just like a comic effect thing. Yeah. And so he gets slap shotted into. The goalie, the goal, and the goal, goal closes, closes on him. Closes like, on, which makes me think, like an Iron Maiden. Do you think the object was not to kill the runners, like just to capture them? I don't, because I don't know why. I think it was more crowd control type of situation. He knew he was up against three, so he's okay. like, "Let's let's go ahead and contain a couple, so we could slowly kill some of them." So Schwarzenegger conveniently grabs some of the barbed wires on the top of the one of the uh, corridors. It doesn't take him any time at all to just be like, "I see your fucking game here." Right. So so Sub Zero, like an idiot, follows after him. Yeah. And then how I don't, did he like make like a clothesline? He with? made a clothesline, and fucking Sub Zero just like goes right into it. I'm Sub Zero. <laughs> fucking gets his. Neck, he like gets caught up in it. His, I believe. Yeah, his neck yeah. gets caught up in it, so his throat gets ripped out. Yeah, and then of course, uh, Schwarzenegger does the classic line: "He went from sub zero, just plain zero, plain zero. <laughs> what is that line?" <laughs> I think he was mad with power at this time. He's like, I can say anything, and motherfuckers will laugh at it. And I they were think like, so. And they're like, whatever, Schwarzenegger. Just say, you know, I, I. I don't know what you would say in that, but it may be something along the lines of, I notice he drew a penalty. I, I don't know what Was that said. from the from the Jean-Claude Hockey movie? Sudden sounds death? like something they would say. No. Okay. He doesn't have one-liners in that movie. Good. That's a great movie. Well, maybe we'll cover it in the future. His main, I would, I would say it's Stanley what, Cup season, which everyone will be watching, we're going to cover. I will agree now. People don't give a shit about hockey. So, Killian is shook. This has never happened the whole audience, on The Running Man. Yeah, the whole audience gasped. St- a sucker's never been killed, ever. Exactly. So, they're going to call up their next contestant because they need to figure out their next stalker. Right. So, this woman, she's like, this I is can't where dec- they get. This is where they get the guy. Okay. And he's like, I can't decide. Yeah. I like Buzzsaw. I love Dynamo. Buzzsaw, Dynamo. Buzzsaw, Dynamo. And Killian's like, hey, motherfucker, we'll do both. Both. Multi-ball. So at this time. It is sensory overload. This show, I'm sorry to make so many noises, but this show is sensory <laughs> overload. So the this, girls dancing in the background. Yeah, it's a, well, it's like, yeah, it's, just a, it's a feast for the eyes. It really is. So at this time, Amber... Killian, they, they tell him, hey, Amber was looking for uh, the the cover-up yeah. floppy disk. And he's Good like, call. hey, throw her in the game. And so they're not just like, you're not just going to get two new stalkers. You get a new contestant. Look at that. And then they, of course, roll the fake footage, that fake news. And it's her. And she's they're just like, she is Ben Richards' girlfriend. Look at how she tried to get him they out. They said she had sex with two men in a year. I know. They were trying to build her up. Like, this was such, like, a wholesome Christian, like, uh, state police world. So it was like, she had sex with two men. Unprotected. 
Head back alley abortions and <laughs> spit in holy water. Wow, I'd want to see her dead now. Spit in it. What a horrible person. So we're sending her in. She's a running man. Running person. No, they weren't that PC. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? You're correct. It should have been running person. No. Running man. They, they didn't so even. So she shows it. up in their course. They're like an old married couple at this time. He's like, what are you doing here? She's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a I crazy love that, I love that she somehow got ushered, ushered straight. <laughs> she got ushered straight to them. Yeah. And so Arnold was just like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she was just like, look, I want to be here. And he's like, she tells him, they think we're married. And he was like, oh, I'll prove that now by choking you out on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like his threat of physical violence to a woman just crack you up. <laughs> and so this is where the group splits off. So we have two stalkers in playing field. Right. And now we have two groups of two. We got Welker, Luker. Weiss and Amber get separated. And Lachlan and Lachlan. Richards, yeah. Schwarzenegger, get separated. And we also notice, they notice while they're out there, because it's not like a lot an of enclo- noticing. It's not an enclosed arena. They're out in the open. Yeah. And they're like, hey, there's a satellite link there. We- Weiss notices that. He's like, holy shit, that's the satellite camera. And he goes, hey, if we can find the uplink, we can jam the system. Murray, why is this in the combatant arena? <laughs> I have no idea. Sounds like a bad move. To you do control this. all of America. As, well, as we learned, this is the only studio in the country. So they have to have every satellite and everything, every uplink feed I mean, here. I, I, I don't know why it's in the battlefield. Yeah, I guess it's like if you... You needed to upload all the all the footage because there's so many cameras there. Maybe they had to wire them all to that satellite to upload all the footage. There's a lot of live feeds going on there, so maybe, yeah, that's that's definitely possible. Why don't you have a padlock, a guard dog? Hell, a fucking old lady sleeping no, near the place. Not only that, they have access to everything in the arena. So Weiss finds this like this uh, like I don't know computer readout thing. Yeah, it's just a terminal. Just sitting there <laughs> waiting for him, and it's just like, hey, what's the code? And he's like, <laughs> let me see. Puts his glasses on. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is a old forty-one X two system, and you know what? That means it's a hexadecimal. So while he's hacking the system. Lachlan and Richards. Numbers. <laughs> Lachlan. <laughs> well, isn't that how you hack a system? You just go randomly punching buttons? Yep. And Brute force. Lachlan and Richards, our heroes, are meeting up with Buzzsaw. Mm. Now, Buzzsaw, he fucking loves being a stalker. This guy is ecstatic. He loves his job. Yeah. We love him for it. I, I really do. I do. So he's he's on his motorcycle, and he's got his, his, his weapon of choice is the chainsaw. Yep. So he's just like, and of course, once again, somehow we find our heroes in a corridor. So Buzzsaw is driving down it. He's slashing with the chainsaws. Lachlan, like, pushes Richards out of the way. He gets hit with one of the chainsaws. What a hero. Hey, man, we're, we're all in it together. This is the running man. It's true. And then uh, what is, how does, I know Schwarzenegger gets, makes him fly off his, his uh, motorcycle. I forget how he did that. 
I don't remember how he did it either. It's just like he was just toying with him. Um, yeah, I, I really don't remember. He's Suffice just, it to say, he knocks Buzzsaw. Challenges the guy to a fight. Off of his, like, no, the guy goes out. flying off because he's he's knocked out. Yeah. And then and then Schwarzenegger thinks he's like dead, and he goes to like get his chainsaw, and he's like, "Ha ha! I'm fooled, you motherfucker!" And the, the chainsaw immediately starts up. Yeah. Which, by the way, I've used a chainsaw. That's not how chainsaws start. They don't have like a button you push. No. But in this in this case, it does. And I love. I always love when people are fighting with chainsaws in movies because it's so obvious. There's no chain on the saw. Yeah. And in this scene, they don't. They don't. You know, change it up. There's no chain. It's just a lot of like. Added sound effects for later. Well, yeah, it's a, it's that typical chainsaw noise, right? And then a little smoke, which is not good for your chainsaw. You no, want smoke coming off your chainsaw. chainsaw. I just changed my brakes, and I got to tell you, <laughs> smoke is not a good thing. <laughs> yes. So they're struggling because they're both big buff dudes. They both got gold sweat sweaters on at this time. They're struggling with the chainsaw, and then what does Buzzsaw say? Dude, I don't know what Buzzsaw said. You think I can remember a fucking quote? Well, he said, we this were- chainsaw's a part of me. Yeah. That was it, right? Exactly what he <laughs> says. You son of a bitch. Because you wrote it down in this piece of paper we have right here. I wrote those notes a week ago. <laughs> and then Schwarzenegger goes, well, let's make it a part of you. Or does he say it? I don't fucking care. No, Arnold says okay. that to him. He's like, so, oh, that's very nice. Let's so make it a part of course. We're in the 80s, and what's funnier than something happened to a guy's nuts in the 80s? You know, you brought this up earlier. <laughs> nothing funnier than a nut shot. Nothing funnier than just, like, pure uh, demolition of a pair of testicles. And boy, do these testicles get demolished. Because Schwarzenegger struggles to get the chainsaw between buzzsaws. Like, I would just take my finger off the trigger and then make it not work anymore. But buzzsaw, I guess he didn't... He's, He's panicked. Yeah. So he gets his he gets ball sawed. I don't. I really don't understand how that feud happened to him ending up with his dick <laughs> or his balls cut in half. Oh either. I gotta say, my favorite ball destruction moment happened with Mad Pavel the Gavel when he set somebody <laughs> down and he got him on that platform and just plat it like what God, he does. like goddamn. I'm laughing already, Dude, because there's nothing funnier than someone getting their balls getting trashed. It looked like that old comedian with the the, the mallet. Gallagher. Gallagher. It was a Gallagher moment. In fact, I remember him turning around and he had that little that little cap yeah. on that Gallagher always wore. Was, over that powdered it, was, wig. Was the audience wearing like yes, the raincoats? The, the raincoats. Because the ball splatter is going everywhere. Because we know there's a live audience during the running man. For <laughs> real. Like the, we're not fucking around here. God, mad paths. So well, that that hilarious. And by, by the way, he also does the classic high pitch scream because, of course, that always happens when you get hit in the ball. <laughs> exactly. Nice, nice uh, sound clip you put in. Did, there, I, Griff. Get, did I get nailed it? <laughs> so, <laughs> cut back to Weiss. He's finally boop, 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 boop. Got it. Remember these numbers. Remember these numbers. There's like, there's like five numbers. There's, it's eighteen, sixty-two, forty-one. Hut. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, why do I have to remember this? And he's like, because. I, because I'm going to get killed, obviously. And sure enough, <laughs> Dynamo shows up. Dynamo, okay. How many? We had technically four stalkers. Because we do kind of get a glimpse of uh, American Joe. Captain Freedom. Amer- Captain Freedom. And then we got Buzzsaw, Dynamo, Fireball. And Sub Zero. Sub Zero. So we have five. Plane Zero, right Plane now. Plane Zero. Which one was your favorite? 
Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fireball just because it was fucking the man Jim Brown, man. That was that was Jim Brown. That was Jim Brown. Was NFL legend ball? Jim Brown. Oh my yes. God. What the this this <laughs> fucking movie was packed with stars. <laughs> Holy man. shit! Yeah. My favorite, and I only interrupted this because he's getting introduced right now. Dynamo. Dynamo. I love Dynamo. Oh, okay. With that fucking like ELO well, light no, suit. It was like a light bright suit. Yeah, it like was it a was, light bright. <laughs> and he had like a mohawk, and he sang opera. That yep. was his, that was his that was his gist. Yeah. He would. So he had a little shitty little doom buggy car he would drive. And sure enough, Amber figures out the numbers. And, and sure enough, as she figures it out, he can basically shoot electricity from his fingers. He's got he's got like a taser basically. He's got like a taser whip thing going on. I thought he could just shoot him from his hands like a superhero. There was go. like an electric no that Okay. Yeah, he threw out. So Weiss killed, Murder. electrocuted, just fucking fried. Toasted. Yeah. Amber goes, yee-haw, yee-haw, underlay, and she takes off. Meets up with Schwarzenegger. Meanwhile, well, Schwarzenegger has to distract him, and he goes, hey, hey, Christmas tree. Hey, Christmas tree. He's beside himself. He's like, how do you kill this motherfucker? He's killing all my stalkers. So he's like, all right, we need another stalker. Little, cute little old lady. Who do you want next? And she's like, I'm rooting for Ben Richards. Well, dude, you're you're missing out. You're like, I don't. Were you gonna get to Dynamo's downfall? What, I, I don't. I don't even remember what happened to Dynamo. Dude, he wasn't my favorite, so I don't remember. You tell me. He's my favorite, so he gets in his boogie. <laughs> oh, because yeah, Arnold distracts okay. him, so he gets like, in his shitty little Warriors of the Wasteland <laughs> car. <laughs> yes, it was a way. <laughs> and even at that, <laughs> we're going eight miles per hour. All it needed was a little like rotor blade on the yeah. side to come out. So he whizzes after him at four <laughs> yeah. miles an hour. Arnold's just like, I'll just sidestep this bitch. Um, but so Arnold ends up just getting to the side of it and flipping it over because he's like, you're going so no, Arnold, slow. Arnold doesn't even flip it over. He's such a fucking retarded motherfucker. <laughs> he goes up this like pile of trash and his car rolls over. So he is like stuck. I mean, he basically needs the jaws of life to get right. him out. And who's the jaw of life in this situation? Goddamn Ben Richards, the butcher of Bakerfield. He's yes. got a giant pipe over his head, and he looks like and he's like about to play Pav Mav the Gav. Like every great 80s hero, he shows mercy. Mercy. Even though he just killed the last he's guy. Like, he's like, I'm not like you. Well, I killed him, but I'm not like you. <laughs> I killed the last and guy. I, and I joked about every murder I did. I was laughing about it and telling jokes. Yep. But I'm going to show mercy yep. here. I love how they took that to us. Like, <laughs> I'm not that guy. So he sticks the pipe next to him. Audience and thinks he's killed him. He immediately turns the audience. They're yep. like, this, he's, he's not a butcher. He's a good guy. They, they boo. And Dawson's now trying to recover the audience because they're all booing the show. They're like, right. fuck. There's a reason this show took a nine-point rating plunge. You guys are getting soft on us. Right. So he's like, okay, I got to get another stalker out there. Get the old lady everyone loves. Number one fan, the right. first lady. And so Marie. this goes back to what I was saying. She's like, I'm rooting for Ben Richards. And, and he's like, what? You got to root for a stalker. Yeah. No, you got to root for a stalker. And she's like, I know my rights. <laughs> tell us. What is he? What is this old lady tell She's like, Mr. I Dawson. want Ben Richards because he's one bad motherfucker. He is one mean motherfucker. And the only thing funnier than a ball shot is an old lady swearing. And, of course, everybody eats it up. 
People are spitting e- out Cadre Cola everywhere. Cadre Cola is coated because they're the spit taking. It's just so it, hilarious. It's so good. There's these. Do you remember the weird Texan chalkboard crowd where the yeah, betting? They're, yeah, they're outside. They're doing bets. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, that's a great idea." Everybody's watching the TV, and they're just like, "Yeah, Richards, we want Richards," and so they're like. Okay, so they place his odds at a hundred one or something. Yes, hundred one. That's that's good, right? For Richards, if you're gonna put money on him, no, that's not good at all. Like, no, you would profit a lot. Yes, you would profit. You get hundred dollars for every dollar. I don't know how dollar. gambling works. I'm you the would, worst gambler. Yeah, of all. I'm not so good either. But I know you would get a hundred for every dollar you bet. I always pick moment. the marble up off the roulette table. Okay, I I feel like that's the best way to win. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a stalemate. So it's, I get my money like back every chicken. time. <laughs> and then I throw it, and then I yeah, you throw. And then it you out. get the shit kicked out of you by <laughs> yeah, the mob guys. But then I sue them. Smart move. Yeah, you get Jeffrey Figer. Jeffrey Figer and that Russian lady. Oh, Yumana Kairos. Yeah, I get both of them. Yeah, they work great. Her, her together. billboards are all over my, my city. <laughs> This is really only a Detroit yeah. joke. <laughs> well, if you watch that show, Detroiters, she's actually she actually has a cameo on there. I heard. I don't. I've never watched. I've it. I've never watched but, it. I don't care to. I don't want to make a thing out of Detroit. <laughs> wow. Okay. So anyway, cut back to uh, to uh, a fireball. So so Dawson's like, get me fireball. He's the best because he's Jim Brown. Of course, he's the fucking best. Yeah. He was like coming out of retirement almost. It, se- it seems like well, they're like yeah, they're like have, they're like in this back room having a party. We got Captain Freedom, our boy Jesse the Body. Yeah, he's feeling like a little down. It's like why aren't they calling me? I, I feel like I brought him up before the Undertaker. It's like how WWE now, even though Undertaker sixty five has to walk with two canes, like they'll still I think he bring a walker now. Oh my god, he's down to a walker. Yeah, and he's got like little tennis balls. On the, <laughs> of course on the he does yeah. because he can't. But they're black. Tennis you don't want to. You don't want to scuff up the floors at his establishment. Right. Yeah. So tennis balls, but they fireball is in that situation where it's like he's only brought out as a crowd pleaser. Right. He still got the moves. Only though. special occasions. Yeah. And so Jim Brown's got this great like flat top toupee on with like two white stripes. He's kind of looking like a broken mat. Kinda. I wish he had. I wish he had the cadences, though. <laughs> that would have been amazing. So, like, yeah, it's like we got to put an end to this. So, Fireball, as you would guess, uses fire as his thing. So he's not only does he have flamethrower, he has this fucking sweet ass jetpack. Yeah, because everybody did. had 2017. I had a jetpack. Did you 20, have a jetpack? I remember that year for the jetpack, and that was called. It was affectionately called the year of the jetpack. Where did our jetpack? Elon go? Musk came up with those. You know, the, the Second Amendment covers guns, but where's our amendment that covers our fucking jetpacks? Why it's Amendment 32? You didn't know that? Well, why they abolish it? I don't know. Do you have your jetpack? I don't have my jetpack. I don't have my jetpack. The government come and came and took my jetpack. They'll, they'll take my jetpack from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> well, you just said you don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. It doesn't mean I don't have it. I, you know I, me. I can't remember I can't remember what I ate for dinner last night, let alone. I already know you know what you did. ate for your dinner last night. Don't fucking pull that fast move on me. Let's get back to this fireball. <laughs> He's going to enter the Reno. He's going to jetpack into the situation. And here's, now, here's another. Okay, never mind the fact that we can topple the whole system in the arena we can also they also hide any evidence of wrongdoing in the arena as well. Cameras everywhere. 
So Amber, because we're down to Amber and Richards. Right. And they're running around together. They're trying to escape together, despite the fact that uh, Richards wants to choke her out. Right. Um, but, it, like, in a loving way. It, yeah, it's obviously just like that old... Sexual lover's tension. Qu- it's lover's quarrel. Right. So they come across, like, this uh, dilapidated locker room. Well, wait, first, Fireball comes in, and then uh, Richards has a brilliant idea. Cause there happened, there's some some barrels, for some reason, in this hallway. So he's like, I'm going to Donkey Kong this motherfucker. So Richard just starts throwing <laughs> barrels at Fireball. And for a while it works, but but not enough. But in the process of that, Amber and Richards get separated. Yeah, he goes, Richards goes missing. Amber ends up in the locker room. Yes, yeah, like a dilapidated locker room. Yeah. And, 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 of course, this is where you would dispose of dead bodies. That's where I would do That's Yeah, you just leave. It's like they holocausted in this locker room. For right. some reason, they're just the remains of yeah, their... Yeah, these mummified bodies. Yeah, and, and she... And, and for, fortunately, they have, like, name tags. And she notices, hey, wait a minute. These are the names of the guys who they said won the I running I remember man. doing the score for that season. Yeah, these are the winners. These they are, said are, like, in, like, Bahamas now. No. They're past losers. Sorry, that was my fireball voice. Yes, great fireball voice. Thank you. So fireball pops up. My and, range is terrible, so I appreciate and it. And fortunately, I guess they're not filming this part. Even though you think they'd want to show fireball killing people. Yeah, they can't be filming <laughs> this part. Yeah, because it's incriminating evidence. It's <laughs> you have basically, I don't know why they just didn't bury him in a shallow grave, but they decided just throw him in the locker room. That's all you need. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Name tags God. are still on them. So what? Nobody's we are luring the struggles of a police state. Like just shows God, you. We are hiding our evidence in plain sight, <laughs> and we want to sell that we're not doing anything. <laughs> huh? This is so hard. But but Fireball's about to cover everything up because he's going to burn everything. Yeah. Good job, Fireball. Thank, thankfully, Richard shows up, rips the fucking one of the hoses on the tank that goes to his, his uh, flamethrower. Oh, what's that line? Do you remember that line? No, I don't. I don't want to put you on the spot. But I know he, so he throws the fireball down and whips out a flare he just happened to pick up. There's some flares laying around for some reason. Lights up the flare, hurls it at fireball's crotch, and what, what does he say? He tells him to steer clear. <laughs> God, that's awful. What does that mean? Actually, I think I wrote that one. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I think I didn't steer know. clear was my line. I, yeah. Because it, it was, his line was probably as good no. or bad as that. My line's good because you use flares to say, hey, avoid this spot. You get it? I thought it was a good line. I have it, to remember what I wrote the week It's as good as anything Schwarzenegger said in this movie. Wow. Except for I'll Be Back. That's a classic. Dude, I thought Steer Clear was good. Road flares tell you to avoid the, okay, like, okay. steer clear of this spot. Oh, I thought you were talking about cows, Steer. No, 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 no. I'm talking cars because yeah. we use them on the road. Okay, I get it. Okay. So Fireball goes up in a fireball. That's, that was funnier than any line Schwarzenegger said. And Dawson is freaking the fuck out. He's lost so many people. You know, he's got people calling in like, can we donate to Fireball? Apparently the cameras were back on. They're like, right. of course you can donate to Fireball. But in the same time, he's got to figure out how to get the show back on track. Well... They have a seasoned veteran on hand, don't they? Sitting in the wings. Just sit. Mustache. 
nice little bullet hair bullet haircut bull haircut just kind of swept uh, over yeah, he had a, a very weird haircut well it was a toupee so yeah it looked awful that was a toupee yeah, he's been bald for this long yeah he's been bald for, he was bald when he was a wrestler you're right that's why he looks so weird to me I was like why does he look weird <laughs> yeah he's wearing him I think it was supposed to be a bad toupee it's supposed to look that way yeah probably so like gotta get Captain Freedom man he's coming out of retirement he comes in looking like I want to believe most people are familiar with Venture Brothers. Chucky Lee's. Do you remember Chucky Lee's? He I remember like, Chucky Lee's. Yeah, he had that like, front end yeah. of a truck. Or, yeah, or he looked like a Transformer, basically. Yeah, yeah it was kind of going for more of like the human rights. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, that was, I mean, even, even he, Captain Freeman knows this is ridiculous. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? It's all junky-ass yeah, armor. Yeah, he's so pissed off. He's, he's like, in my day... I would have wiped his ass, with, you know, up, up and down, fucking in an hour, and I wouldn't need anything but my bare hands. It's almost like Vince McMahon came in and said, "Your character's bullshit. You're now Chuckulies, Chrome Chuckulies, because all of it was Chrome." And then, so then, uh, Killian goes, "Oh, then you're, and then you're fired. Get him out of here." But they already have. Everything they need with Captain Freedom. Yeah, they're working on 1988 level graphics and shit. I don't think we ever talked about him uh, in the episode, but we talked about him beforehand. Who's their number one graphic director here? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I don't. I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. He was. But if you're familiar with any movie from the 80s that takes place in a a uh, television studio, over the top, no holds barred. Wait, I meant, no, the, yeah. I meant No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. He was the villain, No Holds Barred. Yup. He was, was in he Wayne's World. He was the guy they converted from the TV studio. So if you ever wanted, you're ever thinking, who is that evil television he's executive? Always, it's this guy. He was typecast. always an evil TV technician. I love him. He, seriously, I love him. I love him in No, no Holds, Holds Barred. Barred. Over the Top and No Holds Barred are like the same... Those three words mean the same thing to me. I always <laughs> interchange the movies. So he is putting together beautiful footage, undisputed. Like you can't tell the difference between that in real life, yes. which is the future we're heading to. Yeah, fake news. Which is crazy that they thought of this in the eighties. Well, well, while I they're guess not crazy, but. while they're working on their graphics, this is this is. This is Takes me back to my QAnon revelations. This is where it really gets weird. Somehow, the resistance is hiding in the battlefield of Running Man. The satellite is in the (laughs) battlefield. The resistance is in the battlefield. What isn't in the battlefield? Papa John's is in the battlefield, (laughs) serving up pizzas himself. Fucking throwing out racist slurs all over the place. <laughs> Dropping in bombs left and left right. Left and right. Saying oh Colonel Sanders God. did it. Why can't I? Why can't I? Colonel, Colonel Sanders, Sanders also a stalker. Hands popping up under the grave, <laughs> flipping them off. Like, y'all can get fucked right about now, and I'll crispify your so ass. So, <laughs> Dweezil and Mick Fleetwood pop back up, and they're like, hey, man, we've been here all along. And they rescue them and yep. hide them away from Killian. Yep. So, like... Amber's like, hey, man, I got that uh, that floppy disk. I got that raw footage. <laughs> I got the raw deal for you. We can take him down. And I, and I also remembered that the, fi- the four-letter, yep. four-digit. Like- she is the best. 
Arnold, of course, is like, where were you keeping that footage? We know where she was keeping the footage. She's just like she was a drug mule at one time, so we know where she's keeping uh, the footage. I'm just saying. She, she was just like <laughs> I'm just saying. She yeah, could no, be. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's a past that she doesn't want to talk about, and I don't want to talk about either. But she is just like that's for you to find out later. Big wink. And thankfully, the resistance had some cigars sitting by. So Arnold puts out the cigar, gold sweater, gold shirt. Come on, tell me they had gold something <laughs> waiting for them. You're going to yeah. lead the resistance. We got this gold shirt for you, right? And it was cut perfectly the way he uh, likes it. Yes. Oh. And so Mick Fleetwood's like, all right, I'll take care. You gave me the, the raw footage. You gave me the five-digit uh, security code. I got this covered. You guys need to infiltrate the television studio. Yep. So everyone, break, split up. We got to cut back to Mr. Richard Dawson. Fucking Damon Killian himself. And he's got the crowd. They're somber. They're a little bummed out. Fireball, their hero, Jim Brown, ex-football star, dead. He got gas and he got killed by a shitty one-liner thanks to Arnold's delivery. So the Fly Girls, they're all in like... Morning. <laughs> they're all in morning gear, dancing around, clapping, shaking their asses, clapping their asses. But appropriately shaking their asses. Yeah, the it was very tasteful. I, they did that at John McCain's funeral. Did you see that? Part? I didn't see that. I yeah, haven't watched any some, of it. There were some dancing girls. All I saw was the video of Bush uh, handing... Uh, I can't remember Obama's wife's name. Michelle. Michelle. Handing Michelle. I'm sorry. Handing Michelle some candy and everybody getting in an uproar because Bush actually is a human being and why we should still hate him forever. Sounds. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to you. So what happens next is the raw footage gets uploaded. Oh, shit. They got the upload. And they did a great job of editing. Griff, you think you can edit fast. Mick Fleetwood is like, gets everything. Murray, you think that edit? Edit? I combined footage and edit. If you notice the theme song to this episode, that was the edited footage. That was. they uploaded. Oh, wow. La, 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 <laughs> Because, thankfully, Dweezil Zappa takes control of the, the studio. Fuck, I, I'm assuming he killed. Don't touch that dial. That was his great one line. Was it? Yes. I'm, I don't know. I don't and know. He, I like Zappa, but I don't like Well, you should like his son. And he, I'm assuming he kills your favorite actor, the, the TV snob. TV executive guy. I don't know. I, I want to believe he killed him. Well, the resistance pops in because they, they had a group go up to the studio, the control board, and he busts open the door and he goes, don't touch that dial. That's all and, that happens. And uh, yeah, that's all you need. And so Schwarzenegger breaks into the studio where Killian is. And just to prove what pieces oh. of shit the, the cops are. They just start randomly shooting in the audience, like trying to get Schwarzenegger. They do. And of course, Schwarzenegger's like, get the audience out of here. So everybody's clearing out. Anarchy's broken loose. Dawson. We got the raw footage of all the, sh- the shit that, that, that clears Ben Richards. It shows he's, he cared about the people. He didn't murder anybody. Hey. That shows the dead bodies that were the runners that we thought were alive. Oh, the jig is up, Killian. Is it? We don't know what's real or fake. Those people ran away. But what we do know is Richards is going to face off Killian. 
Yes. And of Creation course, against destruction. So you're like, well, Killian's just an old man. Schwarzenegger's like a mountain of a man. How is he going to do it? Well, well, hey, man, Sven the bodyguard shows up. And you're like, oh, shit, it's going to go down. Sven versus Richards. But I don't think so, because Sven finally got sick and tired of being treated like a fucking asshole by Killian. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go get myself some steroids. You're on your own, Killian. He does. That was the weirdest line of this movie. I'm going to go back to get some steroids. Well, because earlier Killian had said, steroids make you deaf or some shit oh, like that. Oh, okay. Great so, callback. So, so it's a great, well, it was a great burn by Sven. That None of the good lines go to Arnold. They all go to Dawson and, like, nobody. Well, because you know why? Because those are probably written for them by professional writers. Good call. And Schwarzenegger's pulling them out of the ass. We were saying Arnold ad-libbed his own lines. Also, I want to point out, this isn't important, but you know, you remember how uh, in Kickboxer, the bad guy was a childhood friend of Jean-Claude? Yeah. The the guy who plays the bodyguard is a bodybuilding friend of Schwarzenegger, and he was in. A, he's been in a lot of Schwarzenegger movies. Really? Yes, he was in. He was one of the henchmen in Conan the Barbarian. Wow! And he pops up every. He's always like a minor role. He's the know? Rob Schneider to Adam Sandler. Yes, Sven. I think Sven's is his name in real life too. Oh wow! So he takes off. Rich, uh, Richard's throw. I, I get mixed up because I'm thinking Richard Dawson and the character. I know, Richard. I know. I, I, it's hard. So, Richard throws Killian into one of those little uh, contraptions, those luge, the ice luge with yeah. the wall cage, and they have a. And they, Why and does like, it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, he's like, we can work this out, you know. And he's like, I've been on TV for thirty fucking years. You don't understand. This isn't about you or me. This is about Cadre Cola. This is about how like. <laughs> Births babies, heals the wounded. It's Jesus in a can, and Ben Richards is just like, "Fucker, eat luge," and he slaps that button down, and he just shoots off. And this is what I want to point out. This is classic eighties. All right, it's it's it, the thing is propelled by gravity. There's no rocket. No rocket. This thing. He he flies out. Hits a Cadre Cola billboard and explodes. The Cadre billboard that he was on. <laughs> yes. But I don't, last time I checked, there were, uh, that uh, billboards weren't gas-fueled. So I don't know where this explosion comes from. 80s, man. 80s but, and 90s. But you need that last explosion. Everything had to explode. Any collision equals explosion. And I just wanna, while this is going on, Amber is like in the offices. She's got the sweet Uzi with the, the meaningless scope on it for some reason. Yeah, it had a lot of scopes on it. <laughs> yeah, it had like two or three scopes it on did. it. And she bumps into Dynamo. Remember Dynamo? Dynamo Chris that they let go. And he's like, you bitch, you fucking ruined my career. And she's like, you dickless fuck. Fuck you. He's like, I'm dickless. And that's not the last <laughs> thing I'm going to ruin. Fucking taint punch, balls exploding. <laughs> it was like Mad Pavel the Gavel. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I wish that happened. But what happens is he's like, because, of course, this is the 80s. It's like, I'm going to rape you. Because we haven't had a rape yet in this movie at all. So he pulls down. He's, he's still wearing his light, bright outfit. Yeah. But he's got his tidy whiteies on. Yeah. <laughs> and he pulls him down his ankles. Then she hits him in the balls. Yep. And then she shoots the the the, the, machi- the Uzi goes off. She hits a sprinkler system. So of course he's wearing his light bright outfit. He goes up in flames. He just gets electrocuted. All the stalkers get killed. So hunched over, butt up in the air, tidy whities. Oh. So he's dead. Amber meets up with Schwarzenegger. 
he grabs her by the throat. Grabs her by the back of her throat again. Does an awkward kiss with her. Oh, my God. Outside, everyone's cheering. Yay! I mean, nothing's changed. Running Man's show is ruined, but Cadre still is running exactly. the country. Exactly. Cadre still runs the country, and they're just like, victory for everybody. <laughs> is it? Who knows? There's no sequel. But that would have set up a great sequel. That would have. Let's but there it. is no sequel. Don't That's worry, guys. Merman Productions has got this. Once we reach our first I, million I've been dollars. talking with Stephen King. He's writing another he, Oh, sequel. He hated this movie, but he's going to write one for us? <laughs> well, he came around to it. It's been 30 years. Well, we sold him on it, too. Right. We, well, we actually did this exact same podcast. That was our the pitch. The exact then. same. Word for word. That was the pitch we gave yeah. him. And he's like, you changed my mind. I love it. Yeah. So, guys, Stephen King's on our side. I know, I know he hasn't been writing the tightest of shit lately, but trust me, we've been working with them closely. And if you're a fan of this podcast, and I know... <laughs> we all know you are. I know we can cut on our hands and toes. People are. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're literally, audience in the, in the def, double digits, Griff. Double literally digits. Tens, literally 10 of people double listen digits. to this podcast week in and week out. Except for Gore, which of course exploded the nation. Yes. People, well, people love the truth. Watch like this movie. People, people love, the, love truth. the truth, and they love sex cults. Yes, and if you want the truth, go listen to it. But uh, unfortunately, next movie is not a sex cult. But we were trying. I really wanted to get topical because we've got the football season coming up, and we've got a movie featuring a football star. Griff, are you ready for some football? Well, this too bad. Ho- this, this is a is, household name, right? This isn't. Yes. He goes by the Boz. Mm. Mr. Bosworth, if you're nasty. Ooh. Yep. This is, a, this, is a, this is your choice, Griff. You're excited about I, this. It was. We're talking about, of course, the great movie Stone Cold? Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. I haven't. I don't know if I've seen, I've seen probably min, a few minutes of this. I've never seen it all the way through. I'm excited to check it out. I haven't seen a second of it. But the hair alone makes you want to. Hair alone. So guys, so, so next episode we're getting to we're going to talk about the 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 mysteries of the Boz and the great hair and this great movie and how a name chain could have fixed that. Exactly. <laughs> so so join we us. join us next week and always keep it warm. Hey. hey yeah.